This will be the uh, this will be the first time in End of the Critic history that I'll be recording with a cat <laughs> licking my toes. <laughs> I can't say it's a great experience. <laughs> Could be worse, I guess. Eh, Tribbles. Tribbles good. So yeah, this uh, <laughs> this uh, this past weekend was or past week rather was pretty crazy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know for those for those of you who are able to follow me on the Facebooks, you saw me have a brush with death thanks <laughs> to the flu. <laughs> Once again this year, somebody said, "Hey Chris, you should get a flu shot." And every, like every year, I say, <laughs> "Flu shots." That's for those people who believe in that crap. <laughs> I don't need any of that. And then all of a sudden, my body stopped being able to regulate its temperature. Uh, you don't need shots. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're I'm just a source of mind control. <laughs> it was, it was what, like, uh, it, it was over the Memorial Day. Or, I don't know why I keep getting those holidays and stuff. Over Labor Day Yeah, weekend. they're all the same. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh. A lot of people were like on Facebook, oh man, that'll be a great time for you to catch up on movies. Not when I can't open my eyes because they are on <laughs> fire. That's how bad my the flu was for me. I couldn't even open my eyes. I just vaguely fell in and out of consciousness. <laughs> Every once in a while I'd wake up and I'd be poured in sweat, like soaked the, uh, the side of the bed I was on. I'd roll over. <laughs> then get cold and blanket up, and then just repeat process for twelve <laughs> hours. That oh, was awful. Uh, so, but other than that, my my, my time was great. Yeah, was great. you do well, anything fun, and exciting, Eric? Oh, uh, well, let's see. I went to a party, the one that you missed for having the flu. Oh, yep. <laughs> and let's see what else we um, went over to Sarah's parents' house. Yeah, I didn't, and didn't um, see Sarah's parents. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, on Monday I went over t- uh, to Harrisburg to hang out with my buddy Zach and play some board games. That was fun. Board games. Yep. All the while I was just wrapped <laughs> in a blanket, profusely sweating, wondering when the chills were going to stop. <laughs> see, I don't get, like, the flu. I don't think I've ever gotten, like, a major flu um, but for the past couple years, I get kind of mildly sick in the fall, and then it just I just never lose it for the <laughs> entire winter, and then it's like around May when I'm like, oh, I'm finally feeling a little bit better. <laughs> Six months of you just going like, <coughs> uh, yeah. Well, well, hey, everybody, welcome to End of the Critic, a podcast where each week we talk about movies, both new and on Netflix, and whatever ailments we seem to be having <laughs> at the current moment. Uh, my name is Chris Klump. With me for, I can't remember, first time, second time? Second, second time. time, yeah. 
Uh, uh, first time by myself, though. Right. Well, uh, it's going to be a lot of people's <laughs> first times by themselves until I can figure out how to get another board. Yeah, I know how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> Two mics are easy. Three. Ooh, it becomes a real hard <laughs> thing in the end. Uh, yes, with me for my second time, Eric Taribio. Hello. Uh, now, which... Uh, your 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 current podcast that you're doing, mm-hmm. it's the Wikipedia Chronicles. Wikipedia Chronicles. That's you and Mr. John King, correct? Mm-hmm. Yep. And what what's the? That'd be a good time to plug that shit. <laughs> plug it quick. <laughs> well, we basically go on Wikipedia and we click the random article button, and then we um, recently we've been both picking. A, the random article button and then pitching our article to the other person and then we choose whichever one sounds best and most promising and then we basically go over the article and uh talk about it and then find the most interesting link within the article that we want to go to click the link and then we just keep doing that until we hit the hour mark yeah very cool uh I'd like to say I've listened to it. I haven't. Uh, don't it's feel okay. bad. I haven't listened to any. The only reason I listen to my podcast is because someone's got to edit the fucking thing. Uh, if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't listen to mine either. Frankly, I don't have the time anymore. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, before we get into... Or I'm sorry to say what week's movie this is. <laughs> so this week's movie, you actually contacted me. Uh, I saw it was on Netflix, and I was like, "Hey, somebody's got to do it. <laughs> somebody's got to somebody's got to take this one." So we're we are reco- we are uh, reviewing. Don't be a menace in South Central while drinking your juice in the hood. <laughs> Before we get into that, let's get into some news. Eric, what do you got for me? Okay, well, um, let's start out with local news. Um, we have local movie news. We here? actually do. Other than opening or closing of another theater, you got to be kidding me. Um, Mall Rats Two is going to be filming in Exton Mall, Woo! which is roughly an hour away. Something like, yeah. something like that. So yeah, that's pretty exciting. Um, That'll probably start shooting next year, like early next year. So oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. I'm I'm excited about this because Mall Rats is. Uh, and and I, a lot of people are going to hate me. <laughs> Mallrats is my favorite mm. Kevin Smith film. Um, I can see now, that. Now, now that's not saying I love a lot of Kevin Smith. Films. Right. <laughs> uh, Clerks has not. A- the first half of Clerks is incredible. Mm. Second half has not aged well. <laughs> um, but there's something about Mallrats. I really love Mallrats, uh, even though it is kind of dumb. <laughs> uh, and Jason Lee's obsession with superhero genitalia and reproductive, <laughs> or, like, reproductive uh, abilities uh, really is weird. Uh, but overall, I, 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 it's been a while since I've seen it, but like when I was a, a teenager, I thought Mallrats was like mm. the best. Well, um, apparently also uh, Stan Lee will be making another cameo in the second one. Yes, <laughs> yes. that's wonderful. I love that idea. Yeah. It's beautiful. Uh, we also have uh, the theme song for Spectre, the new James Bond movie. Yes. Is going to be called Writings on the Wall. Let me guess. Performed by a pop star that I've never heard of because I'm over 30. <laughs> you would be correct. <laughs> Sam Smith. Sam, that's a name? 
That like is a name. That name? is the name that's, of a singer. That's not an alias to get away with like murder or something. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Smith. I guess he didn't want to be like easily Googled. <laughs> I want to get famous, but not not really famous. <laughs> what else has a Sam Smith individual done? Any anything that I would have heard of? Um, maybe if anybody has played uh, like a top forty station around you at any point. <laughs> He has, oh. a, he has like a high falsetto kind of voice. Hmm. No, but the, you're also talking to a guy who didn't know who Pharrell Williams was yeah. until like the Daft Punk music video <laughs> a few years ago. So yeah, I'm not exactly with it with <laughs> the uh, the new music you kids are listening to <laughs> on, on on your radios. Okay, well we also have uh, Ronda Rousey. The, um, I don't know, is she UFC or one of those? She, she's a fighter of some kind. Fighting, yeah, she kicks a lot of ass. That's all she I know. She is going to be leading the Roadhouse remake. Wait, 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 wait. Slow, slow, slow. slow. <laughs> We're getting a Roadhouse remake? Yes. Wait, seriously? <laughs> yes, we are. Wow. And I think going this direction is a good idea. Because All female remake of Roadhouse, yeah, that'll get that, that'll definitely be different. Um, See, the thing is, like, a lot of these remakes sometimes they feel like it's just doing the same thing over again, right? Whereas, if I mean, I guess it's kind of going the Ghostbusters route, like, you just you know, gender bend and yeah. then uh, <laughs> I don't know, feels fresh, different, yeah, it's different. I mean. Part of part of me, part of me is like again, like a lot of people, sick of the the whole remake route of like, can we just get mm-hmm. movies, not everything? <laughs> we don't have to keep you know choking on our nostalgia. Um, but I feel there are certain movies that could benefit from a remake. Mm. I don't necessarily know if Roadhouse is one of them. <laughs> Roadhouse, I'm assuming you've seen the original. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. For those who haven't, for the love of God, stop what you're doing and turn on Netflix. I'm shocked we haven't reviewed this yet. To yeah. Be honest. Um, here's the basic breakdown of Roadhouse. Patrick Swayze is the world's most famous bouncer. <laughs> Somehow, everybody knows who this guy is. He gets hired to go to this small town, like... Like this, this like, like you know, I don't know, bar, a club, not a mm. club, but like a bar, uh, that's that's pretty rowdy. <laughs> um, he walks in and everybody know what's his name, Dalton, I think. Like, oh man, yeah, it's, it's Dalton. It's I heard about him. He's, he's a famous <laughs> bouncer. For some um, and it starts out like it, it, it sticks with that for about forty-five minutes of him mm. like teaching his. You know, it, it starts out like a samurai film <laughs> of him being like a uh, like this 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 master bouncer, and he's teaching his other you know young young all these cool <laughs> techniques. And yeah, like the the, the the young bouncers that are that are learning underneath him, <laughs> and then things get a little hairy, and he's got to bring his sensei bouncer <laughs> in, played by uh, 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 Sam. No, is it Sam Elliott? Yeah, yeah Sam Elliott's in it. <laughs> yep. He plays the the the. Of course, elder he would bouncer. be the elder bouncer. <laughs> Um, and it, it, it does that for about an hour to me. Yeah, like 45 minutes to an hour. And then 
like it just goes completely off the rails <laughs> out of nowhere and just becomes this like it becomes like a cartoon where there's this evil rich guy who thinks he owns the town and he's like destroying shit left and right and like he hires ex-convicts to 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 mess this bar up because he can why not and like Patrick Swayze talks about how, like, he can't take a man's life, but he might have. He becomes, like, Batman there. (laughs) It is so ridiculous. Um, It's very deeply entrenched in the 80s. Oh, oh, yeah. Absolutely. So, the idea of us getting a remake nowadays seems strange. There'd be some heavy rewriting to the plot. Oh, yeah. To make it relevant to today. Especially because most of the time in in this... in, in, in the original Roadhouse, I'm th- sitting here thinking, why doesn't anyone just call the cops? And then I'm like, <laughs> all right, well, the cops are on the take. But with a day of cell phones, why doesn't anyone call, mm. I don't know, anybody? Media? Why did they just <laughs> post it on Facebook or yeah, something? Like, oh, here's a, here's a guy <laughs> driving a monster truck through my uh, Ford dealership. <laughs> Tweet that. <laughs> FBI will be here in no time. Like, <laughs> I don't understand how they're going to make it relevant, but... They they, they 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 got a good lead though because yeah. she can definitely kick ass realistically. Mm-hmm. And also similarly, uh, she also is petitioning to play Ms. Marvel. Yeah, I don't see that happening. <laughs> yeah, uh, they don't need like. All right, for Roadhouse, yeah, you want somebody who can bring the physical yeah. attributes. Uh, Miss Marvel, they can CGI the shit <laughs> out of that. They don't need her for that. It'll be just Peachy <laughs> Keen. Um, I had heard she was petitioning for that, and I was like, good luck, sister. Yeah, I they, I, I'm happening. pretty sure they already have people in mind and on a list for that. Um, but yeah, okay, so I have some release dates now. Okay. Um, you've you've seen Daredevil, the show on Netflix? Hell yeah. Okay. Well, the next Marvel show on there, Jessica Jones, officially has a release date of November 20th. Now, as the one guy I know who reads way more comics <laughs> than he has any right to read, who the hell is Jessica Jones? Honestly, I'm not quite sure... <laughs> But from what I've what I've read, she is uh, romantically involved with Luke Cage, right. at least for a time being. Um, who is also going to be on that show? Right. Luke yeah, Cage will Luke be Cage introduced be in Jessica in Jones. Okay, very um, cool. Very cool. But yeah, essentially, she's going to be. Uh, she's a private eye, who used to be like a superhero. But things didn't really go so well for her, so she's like, eh, I'm just going to start doing some street-level, low-key stuff here. Um, But, yeah, it's apparently going to be like a psychological thriller-type show. Okay, I'm down with that. So, yeah, I like the direction they're going with these things. I I like the fact that Marvel is so ballsy that they (laughs) go... Hey, uh, you ever heard of Jessica Jones? No? She's getting her own TV show. <laughs> you have... Not that I think that, are, that, it, that they are at odds with each other, because mm-hmm. one success means that somebody else is going to get successful. Right. But, like, you have Marvel doing that. Where they're like, we're going to take these C and probably D-list <laughs> uh, uh, heroes... Well, they're we'll, basically we'll, just taking. They're like, "All right, what do we have in here?" Yeah. Oh, well, uh, yeah. Okay. I guess what, we'll, what else do we got? What else do we? Got? People started caring about Daredevil for the first time 
forever. Yeah. Since, since like, the Frank Miller comic. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we can just do whatever we want. <laughs> but then you have DC, who has some of the most iconic <laughs> characters ever. Yeah. And they have no clue what to do with them. <laughs> I mean, you have Wonder Woman, Batman, Superman. Mm-hmm. And DC's just sitting around. I'm shocked they haven't called me up. They're like, what do you think we should do? <laughs> we're we're out of ideas. <laughs> we gave them a movie. They didn't like it. And we gave them another movie. They didn't like that one either. <laughs> yeah, we're just going to keep going with the same one that they didn't really like in the first place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everybody everybody really seems to like this, uh, this uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. It was really, like, adventurous and, 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 and colorful. <laughs> Let's make the next Superman another dark and gritty, <laughs> realistic movie. Yeah, we'll make it depressing. That'll work. Um, yeah, I'm super excited for Jessica Jones, even though I know literally not... A, I, I know her name. Yeah. That's, it. That's all I know. I also know um, the villain in that show is going to be played by David Tennant. Really? And he's going to be playing the Purple Man. Okay, also, uh, don't... <laughs> He no idea who the Birdman <laughs> is. No clue. He is apparently like has like some kind of mind control powers, ah. and he is literally a purple man. Oh, so <laughs> oh, okay. So yeah, right, that so should be interesting. Once again, Marvel. I mean, at this point, they could have been like, "All right, what's well, who's the bad guy?" Fing Fang Foom. Let's bring him out. <laughs> a gigantic uh, uh, ancient dragon from China. We'll bring him out. Why not? Um, <laughs> So, okay, The Purple yeah. Man. I'll have to do some research. Or I'll just watch the show. Fuck it. Yeah. I, don't, I don't need to. I didn't know. I'm sure they're not going to stick that close. Well, actually, I did read that um, the creator of the comic, uh, I believe it was Brian Michael Bendis, he said that he watched the first couple episodes and he was extremely pleased and was like, this is what I, exactly what I wanted. Damn. Like, and what Damn. I. And Bendis is a big name in, yeah. uh, in comics. That's great. Yeah, he had nothing but praise for it. Well, that's exciting, then. I'm glad to hear that. And then final uh, thing is that Christopher Nolan has set the release date for his next movie and handed in a comprehensive draft. What What is the next movie? Nobody knows yet, <laughs> as usual. As you just Nobody Chris, will know. Christopher Nolan's comes actually out. really pissed off that they leaked that he's doing another movie. <laughs> Who do I have to sue to shut them up that I'm getting another job? But yeah, that will drop in summer of 2017. <sighs> well, if I know anything about Christopher Nolan films, it will have a poor female uh, <laughs> character in it who doesn't like poorly written. Because uh, the man can't write female characters to save his life. Uh. All right. Well, uh, moving on to some trailers now. You suggested this trailer, mm-hmm. and I, the second I read the title, I went, "Never heard of this." <laughs> Clearly, not going to be amazing. Uh, and I was wrong. <laughs> uh, this trailer we watched. Uh, the trailer we watched this week. Bridge of Spies. An American lawyer and uh, if I can fucking talk. <laughs> an American lawyer is recruited by the CIA during the Cold War to help a rescued help to help rescue a pilot detained in Soviet in the Soviet Union. I'll let that all make to make it sound like I can actually <laughs> Uh this movie 
First off, is directed by Steven Spielberg, yes? Yeah. Correct in thinking that? All right. That is correct. Which means it has a, an, a very impressive cast list. Of course, Tom Hanks. Of course. What, what would be a Spielberg film without somebody like Tom Hanks? Um, we have Austin Stowell, whom I don't know. Yeah, I'm not familiar with him. stuff, and he is known for a whole bunch of crap I've never seen, <laughs> and Whiplash, which I have to see eventually. Yeah. Um, we have uh, Alan Alda mm-hmm. from MASH and like 90 other things. Yeah. Uh, Amy Ryan. Uh, a whole bunch of character actors. We have Peter McRory. Who's done a bunch of character work? Dakin Matthews, who mm-hmm. I recognize, recognize him from a bunch of different stuff. True Grit, mm-hmm. Fabulous Baker Boys, stuff like that. Yeah, I don't really see anybody else here. Yeah. So I'm I'm down to teacher number two. <laughs> uh, so Eric, your thoughts? Well, on Bridges Spies. I've actually been following this since before it started filming. What? Because a Steven Spielberg <laughs> period piece? You nah. see, what originally drew me to this movie is the fact that it's written by the Coen Brothers. Really? Directed by Steven Spielberg and starring Tom Hanks. All so three for of which you, are this <laughs> is the trifecta of glory. Yes, it's like <laughs> this film cannot get any better, and uh, it better be. The best thing ever, or it's going to be a tremendous letdown. So for you, like for you, if it is not like almost orgasmic, like if you if you don't if walk it doesn't out of break that my theater, top five movies ever, then if you don't not, walk out of the theater like weak need, Sarah's like helping you out. It's like the movie was amazing. Then for you, it's like, just like an utter failure. Yeah. But yeah, this this trailer so far it's looking good. Um, this trailer is intense. Oh yeah. Um. For for a film that seems like it's going to be just a whole lot of talking, yeah, <laughs> uh, which is great. That's fine. That's that's what I've come to know and love from Spielberg. Uh, later l- later careers, yeah. Uh, not 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 doing a whole lot of action, yeah. Anymore, which not is fine. so much. Um, but yeah, it looks definitely very heavy on the thriller side of things. Yeah, it's it's definitely pretty intense. Um, Whole thing looks like it's, I mean, <clears throat> whole thing is all, like, Cold War, Soviet Union. Mm-hmm. Looks like most of it takes place in Berlin. Yeah. Uh, and the idea that, like, the the main character played by Tom Hanks is just, like, a tax lawyer, if I, if I, if I remember correctly. Yeah. He's, he's like, he's not a... a this amazing famous <laughs> lawyer. He's like, yeah. He says that he just does taxes and stuff like that. <laughs> a te- he's not a trial lawyer. He's a technical lawyer. Yeah. Um, and that the 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 U.S. government would send him out to like make this swap <laughs> <laughs> swap of spies. Yeah, I mean, yeah. This is this looks crazy. Um. Uh, what now? It, it it comes out later this this year. Yeah, it's uh, October maybe November. Oh, yeah, October fifteenth of this year. I'm surprised yeah. that they haven't been pushing uh, pushing it a little more. Yeah, I mean, I haven't. Other than like seeing this trailer pop up online, I haven't really seen any advertisement for it. Right, which kind of worries me. Yeah. Um. But then they could just be like, 
that, Steven Spielberg. What do we need to advertise? That is a good point. <laughs> I mean, Spielberg kind of has you know that that credibility. Yeah, you can just be like, yeah, I'm Steven Spielberg. Come see my movie. <laughs> That's my Spielberg impersonator. Impersonate. <laughs> um, <laughs> Spot <laughs> on. <laughs> Terrible. Uh, so yep, October fifteenth. It's looking like uh, the 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 movies for for us to review. It looks like eventually we'll get. Back yeah, to I, the think, I think I think you'll start uh, picking up again. Um, I'm just really hoping because I'm kind of sick of doing Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> so. All right. Well, I was kind of putting a a a break on the Chris's corner because, mm. frankly, I was running out of movies. <laughs> um. I can only see so many. <laughs> There's a lot of quality films that I'm missing out on. I can't see quite as many uh, shitty, low-budget exploitation films <laughs> as I'd like. But luckily, during my time being horribly ill, I squeezed one in. <laughs> There's uh, your silver lining. Uh, yeah, <laughs> no. My my favorite Christmas corners are the ones where I go, this movie is great. I mean, don't watch it, but man, do I love this <laughs> film. The movie I watched, I, wa- I wasn't going to watch this movie uh, because, frankly, it didn't look good. But I went on the Wikipedia page and I read it and I saw a couple people uh, who had said that, like reviewers, mm-hmm. they said, this is the greatest movie to come out of Japan in the last decade. And I was like, <laughs> All right, well, I like a lot of movies from Japan, so I'll give it a shot. <laughs> so this is a recent Grindhouse film. Mm, yeah, it uh, came out uh, last year, uh, and it's on Netflix, and it is called Gun Woman. <laughs> I think I've seen that while flipping through the yeah, titles. Um, just to give you an idea of what type of film this is, go online, just go on IMDb and type it in. This is the this is the poster. <laughs> a woman well, cut to shit. That is classic. Naked, <laughs> holding a pistol. Japan, ja- <laughs> Japanese filmmaking at its finest. Kurosawa could have done no better. <laughs> this movie. Uh, let me read off the synopsis here. A brilliant doctor on a quest for revenge buys a young woman and buys a young. I'm not. Uh, oh, okay. So buys he buys a, a young, young woman. woman. He's, he's not buying her the thing. <laughs> no. Buys a young woman and trains her to be the ultimate assassin, implanting gun parts in her body <laughs> that she must later assemble and use to kill her target. Man, he's not even going to assemble it for her. <laughs> um, this movie stars nobody. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't, I didn't recognize anybody in this film, and normally I recognize <laughs> some people. This film is literally told like a Luc Besson film. Hmm. If like Luc Besson or Luc Besson, however you want to pronounce it, <laughs> um, just got lazy that weekend. It was just like, ah, I don't know. Let's just redo Point of No Return. <laughs> let's just do Feminine Akita. But I'm not going to put that much thought into it. <laughs> um, the whole film, the whole story is told from a flashback. 
Like, it starts out with this guy who breaks into this woman's apartment, shoots her in the shower, mm. jumps into a car, and the driver's like, I'm your driver. Where, where am I taking you? And he's like, uh, Las Vegas. And the guy's like, oh, Las Vegas. It's so far away. <laughs> well, maybe you can tell me a story about this gun woman I've heard so much about. <laughs> so the guy's like, oh, yeah, sure. And he starts telling her him about this, you know, the origin of this gun woman. <laughs> And it has something to do with there's a guy who's insane but has diplomatic immunity who likes to kill women and eat them <laughs> or something. I didn't pay that close attention to that part. <laughs> um, and he kills this one woman in front of this doctor who now wants revenge <laughs> for her death. So he buys a prostitute who is hooked on heroin, gets her off of heroin, but tells her that now he owns her because he <laughs> saved her life, and starts training her. Well, that's much her. better. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> starts training her to be this assassin, and this 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 movie feels like, like, like I said, it feels like Luke Besson wrote it of just being like, and then this happened, and then this happened. <laughs> um where the the target shows up at this place called The Room, where <laughs> they spend a lot of money to have fresh cadavers shipped in for him to do whatever he wants to for 90 minutes. <laughs> so the doctor, like, has to sew gun parts into this woman, like, <laughs> surgically, mm -hmm. so that she can get in to the room posing as a cadaver. I don't know how that was supposed to work because so they won't explain that. Like, nobody questioned, like, well, this one's alive. Like, clearly. She's breathing, pulse. Uh, so, okay, it. so wait, before you go any further, is... <laughs> wait, are, wait, is, you, you're, you're sensing a dip in the logic here? Now, okay, so when you said originally sewing gun parts into her, I was imagining planet terror, gun leg kind of thing, but you're talking about putting no, a gun no, under yeah. her skin. Under her skin. <laughs> okay. Yes, yes. Using various <laughs> body cavities that don't exist, <laughs> like in the chest. Yeah, so that can, big empty hole in your chest. Yeah. <laughs> no lie, because the the doctor is supposedly this amazing genius doctor who knows exactly where he can pick parts so when she rips them open she'll have enough blood left in her body to carry her task out if she does it in 26 minutes wow um it's so <laughs> so bad like she gets in and like she she she's tearing you know her body back open to get the gun parts and then like they keep hitting home the fact that the gun she has only has 13 rounds Okay. Um, now, as a gun owner myself, I know that all handguns carry different magazine sizes. Okay. Some are yeah. bigger than others. Well, the 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 target hears thirteen rounds go off, and he's just you. You see him smiling. Goes good out of bullets. Like he knows what kind of gun <laughs> she has. Um, oh, I can tell by the sound, the yeah, way, the yeah. frequency of the shot firing is clearly. So, so she 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 hid a bullet. I don't know. They don't show that part, but she like pulls a bullet out of like her teeth or something. He gave her bullet teeth. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> replaced all of her teeth with bullets. Um. 
So that's actually a movie I'd like to see. <laughs> yeah, <here you> go. <laughs> bullet teeth. Um, and then at like the very end, she she ends up getting patched up, and then like you find out that the guy who is the assassin in the beginning of the movie was her handler. Hmm. He picked her up, and then the movie cuts back to them driving in the car. And the driver goes, oh, finally. And he pulls out a gun to the guy and goes, my job was to kill the handler, so I have to kill you. And the guy's like, well, wait a minute. We're on the LA for, we're on the freeway to Las Vegas. Why don't we pull over somewhere quiet to talk? And he's like, okay. So he pulls over. The assassin shoots him like it's nothing. Or no, the assassin gets out, and the gun woman shows up, shoots him. And the, the, the other assassin goes, hey, want a job? She gives the camera the finger, and then the credits roll. <laughs> and at that point, I'm just, like, pawing for the remote, so, like, doped up on NyQuil. I'm like, this movie was fucking terrible. <laughs> and then at the very end, it says, gun woman, gun woman will return in Gun Woman 2. And I'm like, you kidding me? <laughs> how, would the, wow. how would this movie a financial... <laughs> I mean, like, the fact that it might have even been a failure, she actually, like, the fact that it was existing confuses me. So now I can't wait for Gunwoman 2. I can't wait to see how, like, because when you've gone this low, yeah, like, the idea of there being a second one, like, how much lower can it go? Because there's no way it's going to be good. I watched this movie called Grave Encounters, and it was bullshit. And then they said they were making a second one. I'm like, well, i got to strap in. It's got to be worse. Even if like even if it can't be, yeah. and it was <laughs> somehow it was amazing. So yeah, there you go. If you have uh, an hour and a half, where you just want to, you're just like, hey, I, I can either watch a movie or hit myself <laughs> in the feet with a hammer. Uh, and you don't have a hammer, <laughs> you can watch a gun woman. I I'm gonna give it. Uh, I'm gonna give it zero out of the three gun parts that he jams into her chest, and then <laughs> somehow manages to suture her up with no scars. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Well, he is an excellent surgeon, after all. Oh yeah, they they, they bring that up a lot. <laughs> all right. Well, moving on to our feature presentation. We saw Don't Be a Menace in South Central while drinking your juice in the hood. <laughs> the only movie with 14 words in the title. Uh, you know what? I'm not even reading that synopsis. <laughs> Fuck you, IMDb. You're the worst. All right. So if you haven't seen this movie, if you've ever heard of this movie, you are either A, under the age of 25, <laughs> or B, over the age of 50. Um... Back in the fabled early 90s, the tight, there was a specific type of film that was coming out in droves, mm -hmm. and that was the, gee, doesn't it suck to be black in L.A. movie? <laughs> there was a lot of these movies. You had yep. movies like uh, Juice, like uh, the, oh, I'm trying to think of what some of the other ones. Boys um, in the Hood. Yep, oh, definitely Boys in the Hood. Uh, Menace to Society. South Central, Higher Learning. Um, jungle Fever. Yep, Jungle Fever. Uh, and so these these movies were coming out. Oh yeah, like like um, 
Well, the other one I'm thinking of. Don't uh, do the right thing. Yep, do the right thing. Definitely do the right. There's a ton of references. <laughs> do the right thing in this. Um, so then the the Wayne's brothers, Sean, Keenan um, <laughs> Ivory, and Marlon, decide to, and and this is like kind of at the height of their popularity. Yeah. With In Living Color, decide to make a spoof film kind of like airplane or the naked gun based off off of all like making fun of all these movies uh so that's the basic premise (laughs) yeah so it's like every every movie trope from that type of film (laughs) jammed into a comedy yeah all right well eric what what did you think of of don't be a menace. I think it was mostly hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a it's a great example of parody done right. Because I feel like modern parody, they just go for the pop culture references. Whereas with this kind of movie, they just basically throw in the tropes of the movie that they're trying to spoof while still having original s- material that they're doing. Right. Yeah. Um I'll 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 yeah, I'll definitely agree <laughs> with you there. Compare this to something like I don't know, not the, the not another like a yeah, like teen movie, that string movie. of Ugh. terrible spoof movies that came was out. It Meet the Spartans. Yeah. Like the, those those garbage films where it's like Let's just be silly yeah. <laughs> and talk about this movie we watched. Yeah. Like, um, I reviewed this on, on, on two levels because I'd seen – I'm not sure. Have, was this your first time watching it? This was my first time watching it, wow. yes. Wow. <laughs> okay. I, I've known about it pretty much since it came out because I know uh, my brother – probably owned it he loved it and i that doesn't s- surprise me yeah <laughs> no brother doesn't shock me at all <laughs> and i also like it was one of those movies that i'd always see in the like blockbuster as i was browsing the movies right, and i was right. like it would just stand out to me every single time well, yeah so. just just seeing, seeing <laughs> marlon wayne doing that look yeah that look he does through the whole film just doesn't is holding a a uh Super Soaker, which I don't think he does in the movie. He never has a Super Soaker. Never, in the I mean, movie. all he has Tech Nines. He has actual guns yeah. in the real movie, but maybe they figure that's a little too real for the poster. Yeah, I, I, this is a movie I can't imagine. Well, so I saw this movie back in the day. Mm-hmm. Actually, I got I got it confused uh, at the on, on, on the last episode. I said I had seen this movie on TV a lot. Mm-hmm. I was wrong. <laughs> the movie I was thinking of. With Death Jam's How to Be a Player. Oh, okay. Because uh, I, I remember I, I was sitting there watching this this weekend, or this this past couple of days ago, and I said, man, I, I, I have seen this, but this is not what I thought of <laughs> when, when you had said Don't Be in Medicine, I went through. Because mm. back, Comedy Central had a limited budget for buying comedy movies yeah. back <laughs> in the day, and so I got to see stuff like How to Be a Player, back-to-back with Booty Call, <laughs> which... I don't know if either of those have held up. Uh. So, I do remember watching this back in, like, high school, like, early high school, mm. and thinking it was hilarious. <laughs> um, I, was, I, I, I wasn't I was quite 
nuanced with film to get all of the references because right. I hadn't seen like Boys in the Hood mm-hmm. or New Jack City or Juice or any of those. So like I was just going off of well, isn't this absurd? Yeah. Uh, one of our favorite things to do is to walk through the halls shouting, "Brace your or brace yourself, give me your goddamn number." <laughs> um, how I didn't get in trouble? For that, I have no idea. Because we would just do that to random girls. <laughs> we'd just walk up and brace yourself, fool. Give me your goddamn number. <laughs> Never worked. Um, well, you didn't have a gun in your hand, so that probably <laughs> this is a good point. Yeah, that may have been a factor. Um, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest though, Eric. I don't know that this movie ages very well. Yeah, I mean I'm I'm not gonna say it was like firing on all cylinders, but I I I do agree I do agree with you. It is it is way better than <laughs> than most. I'm gonna say all uh, spoof films yeah. that have done in the last ten years. But for me, if I would compare this to something like Airplane, which still has me well, rolling, yeah. it's not it's not like on the same level as that. I would say um, some some high points. First off, um, Sean Wayne's complete inability to act in this like he is a <laughs> decent comedic actor. Yeah, but in this movie, he's doing such a terrible job mm. that it is hilarious <laughs> in and of itself. <laughs> Um, the back and forth between him and his quote father, who is somehow <laughs> younger than him, yeah, um, or at least they're so close in age <laughs> that he was changing his father's diapers. Ah, <laughs> uh, that that is hilarious. Uh, and then Keenan Ivory Wayne's role of just being the guy to roll in and say message. Ah, <laughs> uh, that had me, that had me dying. Yeah. Um. Marlon Wayans, I found him. I don't know. He, he he had a few choice lines. Oh yeah. Um, he had his moments. I think the problem is he never got out of this role. Yeah. If you look at his IMDb, it's stuff like white chicks, all the scary movies. Yeah. Um, it just didn't. I don't know. His his his, his thing didn't. It it just. I don't know. Uh, it 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 probably didn't help that I was not in a great mood. When I watched it either. Um, now, was he the one in? Uh, yeah, he was in Requiem for a Dream. That was um, that was his pretty much only departure from this <laughs> type of role. That was that was Marlon Wayans. And it, yeah, I thought it was. I thought that was um, Sean Wayne. Nope, that was Marlon. Damn. That's depressing. Because, <laughs> that, like, he does an amazing job in yeah. Requiem. Like, I mean, he has chops. amazing job in that. And then we see him in stuff like... Uh... Oh, he wasn't... I don't know what how, how big a role. I never actually thought, saw it, but Lady Killers. Yeah, he's one of the main people in that. But... But then we see him in stuff he's... like Norbit, <laughs> Little Man. Although, to be fair, in Lady Killers, he does kind of play similar t- role to what he normally does, just kind of written by the Coen brothers and played down a little bit more than usual. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, in, in, in the right hands. Yeah. Um, I'd like to take this moment to point out that apparently we're getting a parody movie of Fifty Shades of Grey oh, starring, starring Marlon Wayans called 
Fifty Shades of Black. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Can't fucking wait. Uh, how do the Waynes brothers have a career? Uh, I don't know. I don't know how they managed to never, <laughs> never stop. They didn't like. They didn't stop because like insane. they definitely like were, you know, top tier like at the height of their game like in the nineties. Oh yeah, and. Then they started going downhill, but nobody ever, like... Said anything? Yeah. <laughs> it's like they... The, these guys were they making somehow managed the Tyler to just Perry keep going. movies before Tyler <laughs> Perry. Um, of just, like, ridiculous, stupid ideas on, on, on film. Yeah. I will say this movie is a gem compared to a lot of their stuff. Yeah. Uh, because this is it, probably reaching, like, the end of their era of like good quality material oh, yeah I, w- I would say although this was before 96 I, so i guess in living color had either was in the middle of was this in the middle of in living in, in living color i can't remember um yeah th- like this movie is far more intelligent than their other films because mm-hmm. A, the references are are well written. There was a yeah. there, there's a scene in this where there there's like an, the 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 ex uh like like the 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 best break dancer on the block is hit <laughs> by a car and becomes a a, a paraplegic. What, what do they call him? Little legs? Something yeah, like crazy that. legs. Crazy legs. <laughs> yeah. And he has like really tiny shoes. And there's a scene where he gets hit by a car again and his shoe goes flying off and it mimics. This incredibly tragic scene, I think from Boys in the Hood, where, like, the guy picks up, like, a child's shoe mm. and, like, just starts crying and screaming. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure it's Boys in the Hood. And they mimic it in this movie beautifully, <laughs> and it's hilarious. Um, so, for them to parody these types of films, which were... A big deal to the culture at the time, yeah. Like, like, boy, you know, especially like Boys in the Hood mm-hmm. and 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 um, uh, uh, do the right thing. Were like really like touchstones for uh, you know for almost for a generation. Yeah. For them to be like, eh, let's just make fun of it. That's ballsy <laughs> as hell to do. Yeah. Um. And then to be able to pull it off, <laughs> actually make it funny. Yeah. So like. I'm looking at this movie from two from two avenues. I'm looking at it from like nostalgia tinge, mm. rose colored glasses. Yeah. Like, back in the day, 1996. Yeah, this movie is genius and mm-hmm. kills it. Does it translate to today as mm. well as something like "I'm Gonna Get You, Sucker" or to a lesser extent like "Pootie Tang"? Mm. Like, oh yeah. Booty Tank's practically timeless, oh, yeah. in my opinion. Oh, yeah. That um, is, yeah, high-quality film right uh, there. Yeah. I don't know that it necessarily translates as well to today. Mm. Um, it may. I mean, it doesn't surprise me that it translated well for you. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me at all. Uh, but for the average movie watcher, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, will my father like this film? Not a chance. Yeah. <laughs> It, you know. Yeah, and, and I do. One thing I did notice is that, like, as funny as it was, 
I did see hints of their future missteps. Oh, you know, yeah, like yeah, you can yeah. see, you can see some of the things like uh, if they go too far in that direction, they're not. It's not going to be good, and they did eventually. <laughs> Fortunately, <laughs> yeah. Um, I will say this: some of some of the funniest moments for me were the subtle things in the background. Yeah. Um, you know, they 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 had all these different fake movie posters and tv <laughs> posters and, and like one of them was black to the future yeah um <laughs> the other was like uh, I, I forget it was it was some black exploitation version of robocop <laughs> they had all these different fake things in the background that i thought i thought that was hilarious um and again sean sean wayne's who at this point in his career was probably like had to be in his late 20s yeah, it had maybe. Although, can we can we discuss the fact that Sean Wayne's hasn't fucking aged? Yeah. <laughs> okay, he, he was born in seventy one, so the dude was way later than twenties. Yeah, he was, he was. Well, he was twenty. He would have been twenty five. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he, yeah, he, he, he was he's well into his like, 20s. He's playing like a, a 16, 16 year old <laughs> something. High school. Old. Yeah, high he's school. playing a high schooler because he can't he can't even drive yet. And his name is Ashtray, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I forgot about that. Ashtray. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I mean, out of the Wayne's brothers, I'm trying to think which one has the most actor clout. Hmm. I, you know what, though? It's it, just because of Requiem, I almost have to yeah. go with... Well, yeah, Sean Wayne's hasn't done anything outside of like yeah, and with Ke- Marlon Wayne's. So. Yeah, Keenan Irie Wayne's hasn't done much other than an episode of Chips. Ah, oh, that's not true. He did. Yeah, well, of course I'm going to get you, sucker. Which was, I got to rewatch that. It's <laughs> amazing. And then he tried to be like a, a tough actor doing Low Down Dirty Shame <laughs> and The Glimmer Man. Uh, <laughs> And then Most Wanted, and then right to Scary Movie, and then it all downhill from there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. No, yeah. I'm going to... Let's, uh... Why don't we slap a rating on this thing here? Oh, well, first, I want I would like to mention that I uh, also liked the scene in the store with the white guy going around just stealing oh, things. Yes. <laughs> yes. That, oh, that, 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 actually, I'm glad you brought that up because that did bring that. That's one something I I did want to bring up here. No, the 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 <laughs> this movie brings up a lot of uncomfortable <laughs> shit like that is happening now yeah. with with race <laughs> that I didn't think was a thing. <laughs> Back, I mean, apparently it's always been a thing. Yeah. But yeah, like like you just said, the 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 white guy going around robbing a store, like you know, <laughs> um, the brothers walk into a a what do they call it? Nine nines and forties. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's um, another thing. They're all every single scene. They're always drinking a forty. Yep. Every that's, there's nothing liquor. less than a forty in yep. their hand. <laughs> it's always a forty of malt liquor. <laughs> um. And and like the Asian woman starts following them around to make sure they're not yeah. gonna steal anything, <laughs> uh, to the point where she like hides in a freezer <laughs> and tells him you know buy buy something and get out. Um, all the while, there's a white guy walking around just robbing the place blind <laughs> with a big sack, yeah, just shoveling like, just, stuff, just in. shoveling shit in. 
<laughs> reaches back, grabs the money out of the register. The, 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 the Asian guy's like, sir, sir, you dropped something. Hands him another <laughs> couple of bucks. Um, and, like, it's, it's, it's hilarious. Like, it was one of those moments where I was like, ha, ha, ha. Ooh, boy. Because <laughs> I've, I've talked to uh, African-American friends, and I'm like, so that thing about, like, clerks following you around... That, that's not true, is it? They've, all of them have been like, no, that's totally true. <laughs> like, yeah, we get followed all the time. Like, Man, that's depressing wow. as fuck. And, of course, they're like, wait, you don't? Like, nah, man. <laughs> Nobody follows me anywhere. I walk in. And he's like, well, hello, Mr. White Man. Please purchase whatever you'd like. Um, yeah, there's a number of of moments <laughs> where I'm like in this movie, where I'm like, "Damn, this was made in '96." Yeah, because these are still issues, and in this movie, they're making fun of them, which <laughs> I think is actually great because that's a good way to address issues right. to make them comedic. Mm-hmm. Um, but that one scene where um, and I forget the actor who plays it, was it Bernie Mac? The, the officer, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the cop comes up and starts giving them a hard time, and they they get arrested because they're black on a Friday night. <laughs> um, that scene, that, like, kind of, like, well, it, it's not even kind of, it's ridiculous and very tongue-in-cheek yeah. uh, monologue that he gives about how much he hates them and how, you know, how black mm-hmm. they are, and he hates them for being black, and he hates himself for being black, and he keeps going on and on, and I'm like... yeah. Wow, this stopped being funny and started being really uncomfortable. <laughs> like, holy shit! Um, so maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe this movie does translate yeah, more into be. this day and age. It's just it's it's less of a parody of John Singleton movies and more of a like the news, which is depressing in and of itself. God uh, damn, this is a rabbit hole of hilarious and depressing at the same time. Um. Yeah, there's a couple <laughs> scenes like that. That the the white guy stealing shit is that when he and then when he shoots him, they're like the man. It takes his takes his one glove off and drops it OJ style and walks out. I'm like hands of the gun, and they're yeah. like, oh wait, oh, oh. You see them piecing it together, like oh shit. So. Uh, and then there's uh the picnic scene was good. That, that scene was well shot. Yeah. Um, I love, like, everybody's dancing, like, they're grinding up on each other, and then the one couple's just having sex. <laughs> yeah, they're, like, <laughs> they're just straight up, like... getting busy on the dance floor, <laughs> they're just flat out doing it on the dance floor. <laughs> yeah, I've seen people dance at clubs and whatnot. Uh, accurate. <laughs> kind of close. Um, but yeah, I... I, I <laughs> yeah, that... That scene in particular was pretty funny with the the guy talking about like what it's like getting out of prison. Yeah. <laughs> you ever come on man, you ever notice like just the way soap runs down the crack of the man's ass? <laughs> like, uh no. <laughs> um, yeah. But like I mean like all comedies from a certain year, there there are some jokes that fall flat. Yeah. Uh there there are a couple of gay jokes that I'm like, okay, in ninety six you could pull that shit off. <laughs> but now that's not yeah. an early work. But like all things, you just gotta take it in the ear in which it was given. Like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like sorry people, 
you were allowed <laughs> to make fun of homosexuals back in the early 90s. Was it yeah. a good idea? No. Did we do it? Yes. Sorry. <laughs> um, so there are, there, there are a few jokes that fall flat because of that. But overall, I, don't, I, think, I think it's... It, uh, it's not. It's not like you said. It's, it's not too bad. I just don't know how it would translate today. Yeah. Um, it, it it wouldn't be as um, as much of a mass appeal as it would have been back then. Oh no, this movie was like, huge back yeah, in '96. Yeah, '96. Like, you'd be hard pressed to find somebody that didn't like it, or at least hadn't seen it, right. Like, or heard about it. Like, but yeah, now yeah. like it'd be like, hmm, would they like this? Yeah, yeah. Th- this yeah. would be something that I would recommend to a selective audience. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's uh, let's put a rating on it. Let's slap a rating on this. All right. Um, I will give it seven out of ten children that Dashiki has. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. Uh, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it two out of the five minutes that Vivek A. Fox is in this movie <laughs> for seemingly no reason at all. She's just and her there. Only, her only line is, man, you know there aren't any positive black women in these movies. <laughs> yep, yep. And that's it. That's basically it. Because um, I was shocked because I, I'd forgotten. Mm. I'm like, wow, Vivek yeah. A. Fox was in there. <laughs> right. She was, she was somebody back then. She's yeah. Not anymore. <laughs> um, now she's doing Sharknado movies. Uh, but back then she was on her way to being a big name. Yeah. Stopped. Uh, <laughs> no. All right, that about wraps up here for us on another critic. Uh, next week's movie, uh, we're going to review Hackers with Melissa Lobach. <laughs> I'll edit in what that title is later when she <laughs> figures out what she wants. That's how podcast <laughs> magic works. So, uh, so make sure you watch it. Make sure you watch Hackers before we review it. <laughs> I may or may not have seen that film that you mentioned. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> I may or might not have either, depending <laughs> on what she chooses. So. All right. Well, until next week, I'm Chris Crump. And I'm Eric Terribio. We'll see you next time. <laughs>